0: Welcome to Organizing with Ease. I'm Zena Tsiman with Firefly Bridge Organizing. And I'm Deanna Mall with Days to Glutter. This is where we talk about ways to make organizing easy so that we can enjoy our daily lives with less stress. Are you excited to have out-of-town guests staying with you sometime during the holiday season? But are you worried about all the time it's going to take to prepare your home for them. Well, this week, we'll give you a checklist of things to do so that you don't have to stress about it and you can get it all done. Stick with us. We've got Thanksgiving on our minds right now. And of course, the Thanksgiving dinner is a huge thing to prepare for. So Deanna, are you hosting Thanksgiving this year or are you a guest? Are you guesting?
1: No, um not guesting this year, actually hosting. So
0: I am looking
1: forward to, to it. I, I actually like hosting Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays. Actually, oh. it is my favorite holiday.
0: Oh, yeah. that's great. Well, we are guesting. What about think, you? So we're guesting. You're so guesting? You're guesting? Yeah. yeah. I don't have to prep my house, but it's good to have this as, as a primer for next year, you know, because who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll, Absolutely. We'll Absolutely. <laughs> Well, if you're thinking about hosting uh, out-of-town guests or you've got guests coming into town, then you've got more meals to think about than just the Thanksgiving dinner if these guests are staying with you, right? So number one on our checklist to prepare for out-of-town guests is the meal planning. Now, we go into some depth about meal planning in episode 68, along with some meal prep apps that we like, and we'll link to that episode in the show notes so that when you're done with this episode, you can quickly listen to that one and get those suggestions. But when you have guests staying with you, you're taking into account breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My simple way of planning for all these meals is to plan like a buffet for breakfast and like a cafe for lunch. Now, dinner is more of a sit-down affair usually, I think. So breakfast and lunch, though, I try to, to simplify it a, a bit. For breakfast, make a list of some items that you can have on hand. For example, I love having baguettes ready to go and I buy them ahead of time. I slice them up and then freeze them. In the morning, I just take them out and leave them to defrost on the counter and they will be fresh. It never fails. They'll still be just as if you bought them on the first day. That's if you freeze them properly in a a good freezer bag, right? So then I add- That's key, actually. That's really key. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm not laughing because I'm I'm laughing because of the fact that I I know exactly what that is when you don't use the correct freezer bag.
0: and then you've got just, the bread with the freezer burn that and then you have out. the bread okay. with
1: the freezer and then the <laughs> icicles so yeah we don't and it just it's just a wrong it's just wrong so thank you for that <laughs> <Thank> you
0: <laughs> right so then I add things to go with the bread so you know cheese eggs, Precooked cooked bacon that just has to be heated. There are pork, chicken, and turkey brands that are nitrite and sulfite-free, and we use them all the time here at home, and it saves the hassle and the smell of cooking bacon on the stovetop and the cleanup. And I also ha- try to have maybe two types of cereal, a muesli of some kind for the adults, and then a plain cereal like Cheerios, something quite plain for the kids, and you can add toppings to those. You can also have some plain yogurt on hand, And in your pantry, I'm sure you've got honey, maybe some chopped almonds or hazelnuts or pumpkin and sunflower seeds if there are allergies and either have fresh berries um, to add, or I always have a big bag of frozen berries in my freezer that I can add to oatmeal or the plain yogurt or into smoothies. It works really well. So those are some of the ideas that, that we have for creating a buffet for breakfast so you're not cooking meals, you know, to order for a big group who, who are staying with you.
1: Yes. And I actually have to tab that. I actually have that same menu items in my house as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So for lunch, let's think of uh, your meals as that cafe, like uh, Zenith had just described. Cafes have simple sandwiches, soups, salads, and all those will work well for a group. For sandwiches you could buy ahead of time or prepare grilled chicken breast roast beef, ham, tuna, whatever your guests would enjoy. And a couple of different types of bread, say sourdough, rye, white, an Italian loaf, and have them pre-sliced, super key because it saves time at the store. And then again, freeze them so that they stay free and fresh. And each day that your guests are there, just pull out a couple so that there's some variety. And here's a tip. Before your guests arrive, place a tray in your fridge and put your mustard containers on it. A jar of pesto, mayo, ketchup, and then a jar of pickles. Yum, I'm already hungry. (laughs) Some (laughs) sliced olives. The condiments that can spruce up their sandwiches. If you already have these things on a tray in the fridge, you can just pull out the tray, place it on the table at lunchtime. You don't have to go searching for all of those things every day.
0: Yeah. The yeah. one thing, right? I mean,
1: because that's one of those saving moments, especially if you're in a you have to go to an event, right? And there's something that's just easy to pull out, put back in. Uh-huh. The one thing you might have to prepare daily is of course to wash some of the lettuce and slice some of those tomatoes. Other than the sandwiches, you can prepare soup weeks ahead of time and keep it in the fridge or freezer until your guests arrive. That's a total time saver. You'll need to defrost it the day, day before, of course, serving it and then heat it up for lunch. You can prepare salads ahead of time. Just do the watery vegetables right at the last minute. So don't, it doesn't get too soggy because we don't like that. Okay. Add some dressing just before you serve it. I think it's also smart to have two to three types of crackers. We love crackers in our house, so I definitely do the variety. I don't know about using it, but we definitely have that available for our guests and for ourselves sometimes. So that might actually be really good for either lunch or a snack to go on with some kind of cheese or some spread. Then think of the cafe style. Drinks, lemonade spritzers, which could be lemonade with a tiny bit of Sprite, iced tea that can be prepared ahead of time, slice some lemons to drop into the pitcher when you bring it to the table. Maybe you can actually add some iced tea with some lemonade and then you have a different drink. And of course, you have your coffee and your tea. For the dinners, think of dishes that you can make in one dish, like baked ziti or lasagna or things that you can prepare all at once, like a large salmon filet that you can bring to the table straight from the oven and to serve it right there tacos are also fun for a group you can make a big batch of meat or grilled shrimp because shrimp cooks so so quickly add refried beans, salsa chopped tomato salad shredded greens whatever you like and the guests can assemble their own tacos at the table how fun that's how <laughs> we approach meals for guests who are staying with us I have to tell you,
0: I'm getting really excited and hungry at this point, but
1: that's just yeah. me. What about you, Zita?:
0: Well, for sure. And notice that how simple the meal planning can be. We know that when a big group is coming to stay at your house, it can feel a little overwhelming. It can feel a little stressful because you have to plan so many things for them. But this is one thing that you can think about ahead of time. Just takes a few minutes. It doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing. If you think of it like we've just suggested, things like a cafe. But maybe for your lunches, instead of a cafe, if this type of cuisine isn't, you know, for you, you could think of it like a pub and do pub food, like, you know, the <laughs> the burgers, the hot dogs, the fish and chips, ty- those types of things, Right. or think like a food truck and do more street food. You know, you could do the little, the mini street tacos, finger foods, corn on the cob, you know, those types of things that are more hand, um. And friendly and maybe kid friendly too, who knows, right? Depends what the kids um, tend to like in this group that you're having. And so the actual cuisine can change from day to day, Italian one day, Mediterranean the next day, but the idea and the planning will go easier and faster if you have this overall idea, like the cafe, the pub, the street food, that kind of thing, right?
1: Okay. And it's, and it's also easier for us, the adults preparing, because it's easy. It's an easy thought process. So those are all easy thought process. And it's just, and that makes it, that's why we're making these suggestions is because of the fact that we're trying to make less stress and not so overwhelming to be in the kitchen. So now that we've got some food planned, right, let's work on preparing your home. That's always a biggie, right? Yes. So let's just prepare, let's say the guest bedroom and the bathroom. Here we go. Ready? The bedding and the pillows. At least make the bed with clean sheets, please. And add <laughs> some extra blankets and a and some some. I mean, I know that I have some guests. Um, that always like to have a bedside lamp and there's some really nice ones that we can maybe add to the show notes at the end, Zena, to give some ideas. Yeah. Um, if you don't already have one already in your bedroom, of course, clear some space in the closet so that your guests can hang up their clothes with some added hangers. Buy some extra toiletries like shampoo, conditioner, and shower gel. Make sure there's enough small washcloths for each guest. Double check that the guest towels are in good shape because that would be one disaster if you have those <laughs> towels that you brought, gave them the wrong set of towels, um, plan for laundry. How often do you want to wash guest towels, guest beddings, make sure the washer and dryer are not occupied on those days because it can get a little bit intense in the laundry room. Check for enough plates and glasses for one full meal. Cause that's also key. Cause you don't want to like run out and and have to keep washing dishes, Right. Um, confirm the arrival and departure dates and time with your guests because if you know flight delays maybe it could be delayed maybe they come in early it's always easier another key thing that is no pun intended but make a spare key and tell the guests where it would be hidden or just hand it over to them when they get there, or if you have also, um, you know, a keypad, just give them the key code so that they can come and go. If that, if they are staying at an extended amount of time at the house,
0: otherwise it's all you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really nice idea to make them feel really like your home is their home away from home. It makes it super special. Right? I mean, it's just kind of, kind of special, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that, <laughs> you know, the the thing about making a little bit of space in closets I know it's hard because we we often use we use that guest closet as as storage. But all they need people are very forgiving. All you need okay. is you know a two foot little section of space or oh, a yeah. little section of space and a yep. few hangers, and yep. you're good. They can, can feel like they can hang up their nice dress for Thanksgiving dinner, and that's it.
1: <laughs> good idea. And it's actually, good. you know what? I've taken that as a really good excuse to see what I have in the closet where I'm making the room to see whether or not I still want the. So I actually right, I make right. it I actually make it a purpose to use that time of that time to get the guest room ready. Yeah. So that I can say, oh, hey, you know what? I don't need this anymore. Oh, but let's, you know, so it's another, it's another another reason to let go or look into the
0: closet another reason, another time. Love it. Right? Excellent idea. But- yes. Yeah. So now your guests are there and they're staying with you. <laughs> but if they're they staying are. for a while, just think about how clean up, is going to happen daily. Because what I've found is that when we have guests who are here for you know even overnight, but if they're here for a while, if you start to do some deep cleaning, they start to feel a little uncomfortable. Like they have to put their hands in and help you, right? And unless that's what you want to be doing a deep cleaning, I just plan to do no deep cleaning while they're here. But we plan for the touch-ups. Things like taking the trash out often. You'll touch up the bathrooms, like wipe the mirrors. You know the the top of the toilet, the faucet, the sink. Probably you want to wipe that down for them. And of course, you're doing this while hopefully they're someplace else. Like yes, they're <laughs> they're in an activity, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll be right out. And you sneak into their bathroom and do a quick touch up with your Lysol wipes or with your with your spray and 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 uh, microfiber cloth, and you're out of there very quickly. So you grab their trash and you do that little touch up. Um, You're going to wipe down the kitchen countertops daily. I mean, that's got to be a no-brainer because they're going to be in your kitchen at some point. So you just want to wipe that down. Make sure the oven and the stovetops just get wiped down um, between your meal sessions so that that stays nice and clean, quick wipe down. You can set up your robot vacuum while you're all outside or while you've all gone to do something else so you're not there vacuuming in front of them while they're in your house. Um... Maybe a quick mop or Swiffer of your kitchen every night after they've gone into their bedroom or in the early morning before they're up that way, because those are, you know, any, any high traffic areas, you just want to do a quick, quick touch up that way. Um, Make sure that your dishwasher is in good shape, running well, at least before your guests arrive. Because the worst thing that can happen is you've got a group of, of 15 people And, uh, oops, now everybody's washing dishes by hand. So (laughs) got a dishwasher, make sure that it's running well. And just on a daily basis, keep an eye out to clear out your fridge and freezer daily so that you have space for leftovers. You have space for the next batch of groceries for the next meals. Um, the last thing you want is to be, you know, run out of room. Now, what are we going to do? Now you're forcing people to to eat leftovers or you're, so you're keeping tabs on that and you're making, you know, the, the choices you need to make to keep space. So um, also uh, uh, you can set the table ahead of time. So if your guests are arriving and, and you don't need the dinner table for, for cooking preparation, you can set the table the day before. So once the guests, the day that the guests arrive, it's going to look great. And it's one less thing that you have to do. And the, the, the table is already set. So all you're doing is preparing the food and setting it on the table. So those are some things that you can do as quick cleanups on a daily basis (laughs) to get things moving. So you're not, Oh, what am I going to do? The kitchen looks like. (laughs) No, no, no. And I actually, you know what, if you, if we,
1: if we break that even down even more, Zena, these are amazing tips because of the fact that If we do these small daily cleanups, when the guests leave, it won't be as much to clean. So these tips, I hope everyone is listening. These are phenomenal tips because when the guests leave, of course, you know, that's the after fact, but these are phenomenal tips. And I like the table setting the day before. Um, I will be taking note of that since I'm hosting this year, I will be taking a note of that. (laughs) So now the last thing, the next thing um, you want is for your guests not to be bored, right? While they're at your house. So let's plan some activities based on who will be there and what ages they are. So if kids have small, easy games available like Jenga, cards, video games, lawn games, movie movie afternoons, maybe for the adults. You can plan something for after the kids when they go to bed, right? Some adult adult time. Yeah. Um, for sure. Also check out some community events like uh nights of lights, pumpkin patches, fairs, zoo lights, etc. But another thing that I go to for, for me personally, and I think a lot of you have the same, but look at your uh, local event apps like um, Eventbrite, Tick Prick, Fever, Ticketmaster, Meetup, these are just a few that might help with planning on attending any adult and actually kid-friendly holiday events around your local neighborhoods. Um, By the way, check out our episode 31 where we actually talk about more activities for the holidays. And that is linked in our show notes for you to listen. So I think that would be one of the things that I like with the kids is that I have these apps and I look ahead. So I don't know. Do you plan, do you use those as well or not?
0: Yes. Yes. Well, I, I, and probably not all of those, but I mean, we're definitely on the lookout and, and right now a lot of the local, um, the local venues are sending out, whether it's by email or a flyer in the, in your mailbox, their holiday activities, because they want to fill these up too. So it's a great time to take note of those don't just toss them immediately into the recycling, but actually take a look at those if you're going to have guests and see what, what you can all do, what you can all plan and plan ahead. Kind of pre- get the tickets ahead of time if you need to for some of these things. So do you have any special traditions,
1: uh, for Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving with the family traditions? and things like, yeah, like with activities with guests,
0: do you have any, um, not so much. Our Thanksgivings have not been the same from year to year. So some okay. years we've spent with with certain family members, some years with others, right. some years we've been on our own, depending on the sports schedules and so on. Oh, so, that's right. The sports, right? Okay. <laughs> so, but when when we do meet up with family, I mean, it, it's all about the cooking and the meals and being together. And because we do have a, a variety of ages in okay. our uh, in with all of our kids, um, we do try to plan at least for one, you know, like, a uh, some things that we've done in the past are scavenger hunts with the kids when we get together. So, um, I love doing scavenger hunts outside because it's a great, I don't know, the weather is good. It's nice wow. to be outside and, and we do outdoor scavenger hunts and, and we put them in teams, you know, the little ones go with the big ones, that kind of thing. And that way they're, they're pretty well entertained for a few hours. I think I'm yeah, that
1: are, that's true. So true. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. is actually the scavenger, the, uh, the scavenger hunt is pretty good. So, some that we do is um, we actually shop and cook together. So, mm-hmm. it kind of does a little bit more of the fun and the bonding activities, yeah. right? Um, where they can assist you in the kitchen and they helped you with the shopping and the groceries, yeah. you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, with you know, how we talked about doing the breakfast. So mm-hmm. we actually try to do breakfast together sometimes. That's another way to get mm-hmm. the kids more involved, especially since they've been helping with the with the shopping. And that yeah. actually helps them with the cooking actually on Thanksgiving, you know. Mm-hmm. Some get to crack the eggs, which is kind of fun, while the others kind of mix the ingredients. So kind yes. of give them, you know, so that they're not, they feel that they're making a, you know, they're, they're, they're a contributing contribution. a yeah. contribution to the Thanksgiving meal plan. And then, of course, what else is there is also to watch the parade, the Thanksgiving Macy's Day parade, right? Of course. Um, Which is a classic tradition. And that actually, I have to tell you, Zenith, is on my bucket list. One day, one time, uh, I will be in Thanksgiving in New York. That is where I will be. That is on my bucket list. Um, Then, of course, talking about Thanksgiving, there's also in the local neighborhoods, I don't know if you know about this or partake, is the turkey trot, which is the Mm -hmm. 5K run. Right? right? So, you know, work out in the morning and then have your Thanksgiving, um, Thanksgiving dinner. Fantastic so idea. anyway, those are other, those are other ways to, to get involved.
0: Yeah,
1: everyone involved.
0: Yes. Well, we want to thank you all for listening today. We appreciate that you took the time to be with us. And we hope that this will create a, a, a checklist for you that's going to make Thanksgiving less stressful, more enjoyable in your own home, or if you're at someone else's house, So please leave us a quick review. Reviews help others to find our podcast.
1: And follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss a new episode. Join us again next week for more organizing ideas and tips. There is a new episode every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Until next week.